Hello, and welcome to the Astrology Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Tiana, and today we're going to be talking about Mercury signs. Uh, Really quickly, though, I did want to mention that I now have two astro tea chats in the episodes here. And I'm really excited about those episodes because those are more freeform and they're a lot of fun, honestly. And if you want to learn and understand different placements in your natal chart, those can be helpful because in the different episodes, um, at least the ones I've done so far, usually talk about, you know, different placements and what they could indicate, especially for the person who's uh, guesting on the uh, episode. So, so far I've had Amy Blackthorne, who's written a bunch of occult books on essential oils and magical brews. <laughs> she's done a lot of really cool stuff. Um, <clears throat> she's pretty well known on the internet, also known in the witchcraft community. So definitely check out that one. That was the first Astro Tea Chat. And the second one I did was with um, author Meg Elison. And she's really well known on the um, fiction, dystopian, sci-fi kind of niche for books because she writes some dystopian kind of futuristic uh, fiction and they're really awesome and I highly recommend them if you enjoy that genre of book, um, of fiction I should say. But yeah, um, I really enjoyed those talks because I went over some key points in each of those ladies' uh, natal charts and really cool to just see how different placements can affect what someone ends up doing in life and how, you know, someone could, like, what placements you could have for a writer or for someone who's in the occult community. Uh, There are actually indicators in a person's natal chart for those things. So those were really cool to talk about with them and to chat with them. So I hope you guys are enjoying enjoying those episodes um, because they are a little more free-form, free-flowing, just chatty. and relaxed in comparison to these more structured episodes. And I like to give a little break, you know, in between these ones. So hopefully you guys are enjoying those on a different level, because obviously they're a little bit, you know, more relaxed. Um, But yeah, let me know on uh, social media if you want a specific guest to come on. I would love to have Ashley from Seeking Witchcraft on. So if you guys feel inclined to like want her to be on an episode here, let me know on social media because she's not a big astrology person. And literally, I I need like people backing me to encourage her to come on. So if you want to see or, you know, have Ashley as a guest on an Astro Chi Chat, I would literally love that. but let me know on social media and I'll see if I can make it happen. Uh, but let's get into Mercury signs and what Mercury signs are all about. Okay, so what are Mercury signs indicative of? So Mercury is the planet of the mind. It rules communication, intelligence, and expresses itself in a number of ways, really. Mental activity, speaking, perception, reason, memory, and writing all fall under Mercury rulership, and it can determine your conversation and communication style, how you think and how you speak, whether you prefer speaking in front of a group or one-on-one, how your mind functions at its best, and if a person easily connects with strangers or just close friends. Mercury placements can indicate various types of transportation as well and traveling style when it comes to short-term travel just because mercury um, was also the god of transportation so the roman god mercury was youthful beautiful clever quick and ruled communication anything requiring skill and dexterity commerce speech music mathematics astronomy 
And he was also known as the god of thieves. So he was also technically a trickster god. So now we're going to go ahead and hit through the sign. So let's do this. Okay, so if you have Mercury and Aries. Mercury and Aries people are quick thinkers. These are the people that will absolutely clap back if they have something to say or if they feel slighted by you. Mercury grants these people a certain level of assertiveness in all forms of communication and a sharp intelligence. They're quick decision makers and often blessed with their first instinct being the right one for them. Lucky them. These people are often witty, enthusiastic, outspoken, progressive, unique, and sarcastic. They can be very expressive in how they speak, sometimes exaggerating a bit here and there for effect, as well as eager, impatient, aggressive, argumentative, impulsive, sometimes tactless, and sensitive to criticism. That being said, these people are often direct and to the point and very candid in their style of communicating, which others really usually appreciate. Um, they can sometimes be too personally attached to their own ideas and opinions, however, and for this reason, that makes them sensitive to criticism and feeling slighted, even if no slight is intended. Mercury and Aries people excel in the realms of speaking, publishing, and writing. They may become prolific writers, speakers, or simply work within these industries and can greatly inspire as their ideas and enthusiasm can be very infectious. Okay, Mercury and Taurus. Mercury and Taurus people are realistic in their thinking. These people have a need to be completely prepared before beginning any kind of project. They're practical, stable, sociable, attractive, refined, sarcastic, detailed, and sometimes a little rigid in their way of thinking. These people have excellent memories, good common sense, are good observationists, good with money, shy with strangers, and sometimes not so great at listening. Uh, they can sometimes have a tendency to repeat themselves in a variety of ways to get their point across, which other people may find irritating. Uh, they can be a little slow on the uptake when forming opinions, but stubborn in those opinions once they have formed. And because of this, once they're stubbornly set in those opinions, they often don't necessarily listen so well because they see no need when their mind's unlikely to change. <laughs> In the same way, these people are slow to start projects, but will see them through to the end. They rely heavily on their senses when processing information and are quite deliberate in communications. And in this way, they can garner attention and find that others truly listen to what they have to say. They may also have pleasant voices, learn well when concepts are put to practical use. And Mercury and Taurus people can have an eye for beauty, value, and aesthetic, and often excel in finance, fashion, or beauty industries as art or antique dealers. They may also make great singers or public speakers. Mercury in Gemini. So Mercury in Gemini people have a dynamic style of thinking. These people are quick-witted, <laughs> I forgot how to speak for a second. Curious, versatile, logical, interested in the wider world, and sometimes tough to pin down. You know, Mercury has that, uh, what people would call two-faced or two faces, two sides. I like to call it multifaceted. So they have multifaceted minds, which are apt to change with the wind. Based on most of the up-to-date news that they're listening to at the time, they often work multiple jobs or have a number of projects going at one time. These people have a kind of hunger for information, 
They can be gifted at languages and enjoy reading, math, study, travel, and discussing various topics to share their opinions and ideas with others. And because they often have a broad range of interests, their knowledge can sometimes be a little bit superficial, though they can be good at concealing this fact from other people. And in this way, they can also have a lack of follow through when it comes to projects, interests and ideas, which often make their lives seem a little bit chaotic or scattered. They can be a bit unsettled and easily bored, so they work well in fast paced quick changing and dynamic settings. That said, these people are often well-liked with lots of friends, a good sense of humor, and are generally quite popular. They can sometimes put too much emphasis on logic and intellect, though, and would do well to develop their sense of intuition and emotional worlds so they don't come off as too cold and detached when they're interacting with other people. Mercury and Gemini people can make great talk show hosts, reporters, news anchors, journalists, and actors. Mercury in Cancer Mercury and Cancer people are emotional thinkers. They're imaginative, intuitive, gentle, sentimental, deep, thoughtful, protective, diplomatic, poetic, sensitive, impressionable, and can be social chameleons at times. These people can easily walk into a room, read the room, and know exactly who to become or how to become whoever is required for this specific circumstance or situation. They're great listeners, communicate with feeling, and come across as personal and sensitive in their style of thinking and communicating, or they can otherwise be a little intensely quiet. They can be slow to respond. They deeply meditate and reflect in their style of thinking and communicating, but they can be quick to form opinions, even though other people don't know this about them. These people have extremely detailed memories, though their recollections can be emotionally leaning, and they may remember feelings more than what specifically was said or what specifically happened. They can sometimes be quite defensive, avoid arguments, even when they sometimes provoke arguments in others, and they may take things a little too personal at times. They can be sensitive to what others think of them, as they have an almost sixth sense intuition of what others around them are thinking and feeling. Mercury and Cancer people often have very soothing voices and can be very poetic and even a little old-fashioned in their chosen speech style and their manner of speaking. This may make them emotionally impactful speakers, writers, or do great work in the world of academia, such as historians, scholars, poets, teachers, or in real estate. Mercury and Leo. Mercury and Leo people are a bit self-centered in their thinking. They speak with authority, have a gift for eloquence and leadership, and can often come off as know-it-alls, even if they don't really don't mean to. They're great at conveying the big picture and often very persuasive, passionate, enthusiastic, expansive, kind, and warm, or otherwise they can be a little boastful, stubborn, sensitive, arrogant, or short-tempered. Though these people would rather play than work, they can be very determined to reach their goals and achieve success. They take a lot of pride in their ideas and beliefs, have a dramatic flair, and a need for self-expression. Mercury and Leo people often excel in the world of performance, such as the theater, performing arts, as CEOs, athletes, or in other creative fields. These people are people who speak and write from the heart, and therefore may excel in these fields as well. Mercury in Virgo. 
Mercury and Virgo people are analytical thinkers. These are people who are always seeking out data and working with a rational, logical viewpoint. They're often very detail-oriented, high-strung, practical, organized, responsible, studious, resourceful, impatient, and pragmatic. They often seek to obtain all information in a situation before taking action and can struggle when things don't add up to how they expect them to be. Once they form a theory on something, they can become quite convinced that it's the truth, at least as they know it. These people can sometimes have very little patience for human failings or human error, as they can tend to be a bit emotionally detached. They may take on too much at any one time, especially to help those in need. These people sometimes prefer to take on all the work themselves, convinced they're the best ones for the job, and then they later resent others and complain uh, about how they've done all the work themselves. Mercury and Virgo people make great teachers, analysts, scientists, researchers, reporters, journalists, and in the fields of creativity, which require an attention to detail. Mercury in Libra. Mercury in Libra people are love-centered and other-centered thinkers. This simply means that they are deeply idealistic, diplomatic, and considerate when it comes to others and how they communicate and think of others. These people are experts at listing out the pros and cons of any situation, seeking to make the, quote, perfect choice, (laughs) as if there's such a thing, right? They may be a bit lofty about decisions, however, and change their mind frequently, as indecision may plague them. What's unfortunate is that these people have great intuition, which they often abandon in favor of intellectualizing situations, instead, which can lead them a bit astray in the long run. However, they're often gentle, kind, sympathetic, creative, intellectual, friendly, thoughtful, sociable, and amenable. They can be perfectionistic and critical, but also unassuming and compromising. These are the folks who will go along with someone else's opinion even if they privately disagree. They may find that looking within rather than attempting to score intellectual and morality favor with others in every situation. Uh, Be careful not to sacrifice their own opinions and beliefs, or try to be everything to everyone if you have this placement. However, Mercury and Libra work best in partnerships with strong people who can direct them. And Mercury and Libra people excel as diplomats, judges, mediators, and counselors. Mercury in Scorpio. Mercury and Scorpio people are deep thinkers. These people are questioning, probing, stubborn, investigative, relentless, passionate, fearless, suspicious, intelligent, strategic, intense, often possessing a shrewd sense of judgment and keenly observant. They're more willing to explore the depths of any given situation, no matter how dark or unpleasant, to get to the truth of things than any other sign. They fight for the things they want, are passionate in their defense of others, and can be unyielding in an argument. These people can also give great advice and be quite helpful, even if they have a tendency toward assuming the worst about people. Mercury in Scorpio people excel as investigators, detectives, and matters dealing with religion, medicine, science, or the occult. Mercury in Sagittarius. Mercury and Sagittarius people are positive and free-minded people. They're often quick-witted, bright, optimistic, expressive, blunt, honest, forward-thinking, 
restless, rebellious, intelligent, outspoken, little scattered, tactless, preachy, philosophical, fun-loving, and seek freedom of expression above all else. These people possess a voracious hunger for knowledge and often pursue learning throughout their entire lifetime. They typically hate being stuck in one place or pinned down for too long and often enjoy frequent travel, travel in their work. Sometimes they can lack concentration. Mercury and Sagittarius people are visionaries with big ideas and prefer to focus on lofty abstractions with an optimistic leaning rather than cold hard facts or realism. This is both their greatest strength and their greatest weakness. Mercury and Sagittarius people excel in work that involves frequent travel, such as travel bloggers, or also they can do very well as philosophers, writers, or artists. Mercury and Capricorn. Mercury and Capricorn people are incredibly serious in their thought processes. They are ambitious, methodical, practical, calculating, resourceful, impatient, authoritative, strict, judgmental, careful, dependable, serious, sarcastic, patient, I think I said that already, <laughs> skeptical and rational. These people always have a secret goal or ambition they're pursuing in a slow, orderly, and methodical way. Mercury and Capricorn people often possess sound judgment, though it's usually skewed a little in favor of practicality and tangible results, though this can sometimes lead them to ignore the more emotional and abstract sides of life. These people are direct, concise, and succinct in their mode of communication, though their words are measured and careful. They hate to waste time. Mercury and Capricorn people make excellent leaders and do well in any manner of occupation, as well as their ambition is, oh, as long as their ambition is leaning in that direction, their ambition alone will take them very far, and they're certainly willing to do the work. Mercury and Aquarius. Mercury and Aquarius people are logical and equitable in their mode of thinking. They're clever, inquisitive, innovative, accurate, inventive, observative, (laughs) quirky, detached, unconventional, humorous, contradictory, and intelligent. These people have incredible powers of observation, often predicting what will happen next with startling accuracy. They love winning intellectual points and enjoy debating with others. They can be quite contrary at times pointing out the opposing ideas simply for the fun of the stimulating conversation it may bring, though make no mistake, they do want to win any arguments that may arise. These people can sometimes have a bit of an intellectual superiority complex, which can be infuriating, infuriating, oh my god, (laughs) or otherwise very intimidating to others at times. That said, they are usually quite pleasant and enjoyable to be around. They always have something interesting or insightful to say, which can make them very popular. And their sense of organization and study habits can be quite unusual, but somehow it works for them, even if it baffles everyone else. Mercury and Aquarius people excel in progressive occupations such as technology, space, science, inventions, all forms of media, engineering, the metaphysical, and the arts. Mercury and Pisces. Mercury and Pisces people are imaginative thinkers. They are emotional, sensitive, intuitive, inspired, compassionate, creative, timid, a little unsure, poetic, tactful, open-minded, impressionable, vague, dreamy, unique, 
very indirect, sometimes people-pleasing, and sometimes lacking in self-confidence. These people make wonderful listeners. They tend to be incredibly empathetic and understanding as their mode of thinking skews toward the emotional. These people feel more than look to logic for comprehending any given situation and can be either excessively quiet or chatty depending on their mood. Unlike other Mercury signs, Mercury and Pisces people have an unusual aversion to cold hard facts, strict decisions, and list making, which can make them appear to be unorganized. However, they're quite adept at finding things and organizing their thoughts, even if it's done in a unique way. These people are gifted more than most at picking up on subtleties, which allows them insights of all kinds. They may find they benefit from being more direct with others, as it will help them to avoid misunderstandings. Mercury and Pisces people excel in humanitarian and artistic occupations, such as charity or nonprofit work, as therapists or counselors, musical and creative pursuits, and work in metaphysical. So now that we've gone through the little basics of all the Mercury signs, I thought we would talk about what the fuck is Mercury retrograde and what does it actually affect? Because obviously every time Mercury goes into retrograde, people seem to have a personal freak out on Twitter. And I thought maybe this would be a fun thing to discuss. As they say, Mercury is in Gatorade again, (laughs) or that's what Azazel from Feast of Torches podcast likes to say anyway. No, but seriously. What the fuck is Mercury retrograde and why should you care? Well, you may be interested to know that all planets eventually retrograde, which is to say they appear to be moving backwards in the sky for a period of time, but Mercury seems to get the most attention. And it's probably because Mercury retrograde is a lot more transparent and uniform in how it affects all of us. In astrology and the metaphysical world, there's a popular saying which is, as above, so below. You may have heard it in many horror movies, but honestly, its real meaning is a lot less scary than you might imagine. As above, so below actually refers to the general philosophy of astrology and a belief which many ancient cultures held, which is that what happens in the heavens or the sky above us will often reflect back down here on Earth. So that's what happens in this. That, that is, you know, what happens in the stars can affect what happens to us in our daily lives. So with that philosophy in mind, we can put all planetary movements and retrogrades into a little bit of perspective. So to retrograde literally means to go back and or to go backwards. <laughs> and we often experience a bit of chaos in areas or otherwise revisit and reevaluate specific areas of our lives. When a planet retrogrades, namely Mercury in this situation, all areas falling under its rulership will be affected. So Mercury rules all forms of communication, and this includes speaking, writing, learning, reading, education, intellect, thought processes, negotiating, researching, selling and buying, the stock market. (laughs) It rules contracts and agreements, such as manuscripts, legal documents, loans, leases, deeds, and wills. Mercury was also the messenger of the gods, so under its dominion, falls travel the internet aka the information highway uh which is an old-timey term for the internet and um transportation in general so therefore when mercury goes retrograde all these areas are affected communication with others can be a little bit chaotic misunderstandings may happen you may find that your brain or thoughts are more scattered than usual Speaking, writing, and studying might become a little more difficult when Mercury's in retrograde. 
mistakes are more likely because we don't think as clearly during this period of time. It's also advised to not make any major decisions that involve contracts or legally binding agreements. And if you have to, go over those documents several times to ensure that you don't miss anything that you'll regret later. Travel isn't advised during these periods, but if it's unavoidable, then you can try to schedule it on the days or hours of Jupiter, which is good luck, um, or on Saturn to bring a bit more structure to the chaotic energy of a retrograde. So Jupiter's day is Thursday and Saturn's day is Saturday. You could also choose to strengthen the energy of Mercury by traveling on Mercury's day, which is Wednesday. Planetary hours vary depending on the day, but you can Google planetary hours and see where it falls on any given day to help plan out your trips. And you can, you know, travel in the hour of Mercury, travel in the hour of Jupiter, uh, travel in the hour of um, Saturn or Venus. And I also would be really happy to do an episode on planetary days and hours. There's a lot to say on this topic, uh, but it's too intricate to go into just in this little area. But if you are interested in that, let me know on social media and I, or, you know, shoot me an email, whatever is convenient for you. And I'll be happy to do a dedicated episode on this topic. So we've just actually finished our first Mercury retrograde of 2021, but there will be two more this year and they will be in Gemini and Libra. So both air signs. Mercury will be retrograde in Gemini from May 29th to June 21st of this year. And also retrograde in Libra from September 27th to October 17th. Just in case you want to plan ahead, <laughs> I thought I would mention the dates. Um, and now we're going to go ahead and discuss a little bit about how to use Mercury in magical workings. Okay, so how to use Mercury in magical workings. There are so many cool ways to use Mercury in a magical working, but I'm just going to give you a couple of ideas on the different ways that you can use them to either empower your chart, to nurture a debilitated placement, uh, or to help you in specific situations. So here are a couple of situations which Mercury can really help you. To resolve disputes, to improve communication, assistance with public speaking, magical workings to help with writing or writer's block, speech impediments, to help learn new languages, to organize your study habits or workflow, to improve your mental capacity and expand your mind, to find structure or focus within your thoughts and mental pursuits, to improve your debate and conversation skills, to develop your sense of intuition and psychic abilities, specifically if you have Mercury in Pisces or if the collective Mercury placement at this moment, um, it, I don't think that it is at this moment, but this is a good thing to do if Mercury collectively was in Pisces at the time. It'd be a great time to develop your sense of intuition and psychic abilities. If Mercury is in Cancer, or if you have Mercury in Cancer, um, it's great to empower your sense of empathy and emotional sensitivity, which you probably have natively. And if you don't, then working with a Mercury in Cancer placement in the sky would be a great time to develop those things. Um Mercury and Aquarius and Scorpio are great for improving your skills of observation and your investigative skills. And there are so many other things <laughs> that you can use different Mercury placements for. So 
Um, I often feel that if you're new to astrology, it can be difficult to listen or watch videos on the current planetary alignments, and it can be hard to put them into perspective on how they will literally affect your life or how you could practically use them in your magical workings. Well, these ideas are things that you can use, right? So the next time you, (laughs) you know, I don't know, skip over planetary alignments because you don't care. Maybe watch the video and write down those placements and then come back to these videos and the portion that I've recorded for, I hopefully will have recorded for all of them at that point, for all the different placements and the magical workings you can do with them. And then you can be empowered for that specific time. So uh, right now we're having a lot of Pisces placements and soon going to be going into Aries season. And so, you know, think about what you could do with those placements collectively. How can you embody and um, take on some of the great, powerful characteristics of, let's say, you know, the sun in Aries or the Mercury in Aries, if that's going to happen. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just musing here. Uh, But, you know, those different placements as we go through the year, can really help to inform different magical workings and give you an idea of what is best to do during that time. That's really the point I'm trying to get at. So hopefully that was clear. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say on this topic of Mercury. So please do let me know if you enjoyed this episode, what you thought of the things about your Mercury sign or somebody else's or any sign that interests you. I'd love to hear from you, so feel free to shoot me an email. I'm at theastrologywitch89 at Gmail. I'm also on social media, so I'm on Twitter at AstroWPodcast. I'm on Instagram at AstrologyWitchPodcast. And I also have a Facebook page. It's the Astrology Witch Podcast Facebook page where I share memes and things like that, both on Instagram and Facebook. So hopefully you come chat with me there and let me know what your thoughts are and what kind of episodes you would like to see in the future. I have a long list of episodes I would like to create for you, um, but definitely let me know what your ideas are. Also, really quickly before I go, I did create a Patreon page, which now has... um, (laughs) working on so many new things, but um, so far I have a lot of general witchcraft tips and moon phase, how you can work with uh, the moon phases magically. I also have a path working for early spring um, for one of the higher tiers, and then also you get early access to these episodes. So if you really love the podcast and you want to support me over on Patreon, then Um, the second tier will actually give you early access to these episodes. So you'll get them a couple of days before everybody else and you won't have to wait as long. So yeah, if you feel inclined to do that, that'd be awesome. And I would very much appreciate it. If not, I appreciate your support here. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you're doing well and I will see you next time.